Welcome to So Here's the Thing, where we share candid conversations that lift the veil on what it takes to find success, even if that means sharing a few unpopular opinions. I'm your host, Leili Amati. Grab some coffee or a cocktail, and let's get real. Hey friends, welcome back to the show. I am thrilled to be talking with a new friend of mine. I have the amazing Danielle Bayard Jackson. She is the founder of Tell Public Relations and her agency is dedicated to helping female entrepreneurs get the attention that they deserve, which I am here for. Um, I know that if you're listening to this and you're a guy, like keep listening. I'm sure there's a lot of great stuff in here, but I'm really excited just obviously as a female entrepreneur, I really think that it's so important for us to like lean into visibility and like actually getting ourselves out there and giving ourselves the, the things that we deserve in our businesses. So I'll kick it over to Danielle, let her introduce herself. And like, I would just love to know, I'm just curious, like how you got into the world of PR for business owners. Cause I just think that's such an interesting place to end up as an entrepreneur. Yeah, definitely. Well, I will say if there's anyone who's listening, who's like, you know, um, expecting things to go in a certain order or this is supposed to be the path and then things work out. I mean, just let that go right now because um, I definitely was a high school English teacher for six years. And then the world of education became such a crazy place. And I commend teachers who just did distance learning on a dime. They were taking all their lessons virtual. So I I have such a heart uh, for teachers, but it got to the point where there was so much focus on testing and eventually I was like, you know what? I got to do something different. But I was one of those people who like teaching was my identity. Like if I'm watching a YouTube video, I'm watching it and thinking, oh, this is a great example of irony. I should show this to the kids tomorrow. Like I just couldn't separate myself. But eventually I was like, well, I got to do something different because education is going a direction that I, I can't be a part of. And so then you have that moment of, well, how do my skills transfer? Like, how do I communicate to somebody? Oh, all I've done is teaching, but trust me, you know, I can do anything if I can teach 18 year olds, you know? So I had to technically identify, okay, what do I like to do? Okay. Reading, writing, meeting people. And I landed on public relations. And so it is 80% writing. And so that was a good thing because I was an English teacher. Um, And so I thought, okay, well, let me figure out how to break into this world. Well, surely you've heard the thing about, you know, how do you get a job without experience? Then you need the experience to get the job. And so I had to create those opportunities for myself. So I went around to a couple business owners at my church and I said, hey, listen, for this much money, I will get you on the radio and I will, uh, uh, I'll help you with your social media um, because I needed the experience. And I was watching YouTube videos on what it's like to be a publicist and really just gave myself on the job training. And really, I mean, I am embarrassed to even tell you when I... I break down how much they were really paying me an hour because they worked me. Okay. So it it broke down to like nothing. Um, But I needed that to leverage later. So then eventually I went to a national uh, company and uh, applied to be like their PR woman and they bit, you know, and a lot of pitching or being a publicist is pitching yourself. And they said, yes, I was there a year and a half. And then I went on maternity leave and three weeks into maternity leave, the chief of staff, called me and he said, Hey, how's the baby? And I thought, okay, where's this going? Cause you know, technically they're not supposed to call you on maternity leave. And he said, you know, I hate to do this to you over the phone, but when you come back from leave, you have 30 days left at your job because we're terminating the PR department. So here I am with a three week old 
my only kid. I don't know what to do. So I cried my tears and I said my prayers and was like, okay, this is it. This is time, the time to go out on my own. And a lot of us, we kind of have that thought as entrepreneurs, or, or we did when we had a nine to five, you know, you fantasize about what it would look like, you know, to, to quit and storm out and do your own thing. But it's so scary. And that kind of lit a fire under me. And long story short, since then, it's been amazing. And so now I have Tell. We're a, a woman power team serving female entrepreneurs. And we help them to understand that PR is about doing whatever it takes to get yourself seen. And so far, it's been a really fun ride. Oh my gosh, I love that story. And honestly, like, so I was actually a high school teacher as well. And I taught English for a while. So we had that in common. What? Look at that. And when you were like, I can do anything if I can teach these kids, like that's how I feel. <laughs> but exactly, I, exactly. I love that. And I love like looking at PR or looking at what you do through the lens of like, it's doing what you need to do in order to be seen, which I feel like puts things in a very different perspective for me. Um, we have had, we've had one episode on this podcast about PR and how to get into the press and things like that. And I felt like if you guys who are listening, if you go back and listen to it, like I'm so out of my depth on that. I'm literally like, I don't, I, I don't even know. Like, I'm glad I'm learning this because I don't know anything about it. So I just, I'm so excited to hear more about it from your perspective and through your lens. And I just love to start with like, what does it mean to you and to tell to your company? For those of you who forgot, tell public relations. Um, what does it mean to you guys for people to invest in PR as a brand or as a small business owner or as a like an entrepreneur, creative entrepreneur? Um, a lot of us being kind of like solopreneurs or people who are literally on our own have never even thought of of like investing in our own PR. We just kind of like go with the flow, do what we can, do what we want to learn. What does that mean to you? And like, how can people get started on the path of investing in um, like a higher level of public relations? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think there's two very uh, easy things that you need to remember if you're like, ah, I need to start getting more attention. One is it requires intention. It is not going to just happen in many circumstances. Now, do you have people who an opportunity to shine falls on their lap. Sure. But that's not sustainable. Anything you got by chance, you can't keep that going. So you got to be intentional. And then the second uh, thing I would, you know, encourage someone or remind them of when they're thinking about how do I get attention for my brand is that you can do it yourself. And this is where a lot of publicists kind of give me side eye sometimes when I'm like, cause we call ourselves an education based agency. And that's really me kind of, you know, pulling that experience in the classroom, but I can't turn it off. You know, so while I really enjoy when we get new clients and we represent them. Our whole thing is we're dedicated to committing time to teach women to do it themselves because I see it this way. I don't believe that any industry should have a monopoly on the information you need to keep your doors open. And we always say the most tragic thing is when we meet women and they have great businesses and they're doing like these cool things and nobody knows about it. And we believe that there should be no female owned business that is closing up shop after a year, two years, because no one knew they existed and therefore we cannot support them. So our job is to let you keep doing your thing, do what you do, and let us be the machine behind the scenes getting you press. But the little secret is that with a little time and intention, you can do this yourself. Oh my gosh. I love that. And I feel like anybody who has started a business, especially those of us who are like self-taught and um, in our craft and in business ownership, like that resonates so deeply because you just think 
I mean, that's what we all want to think of ourselves. If we've gotten this far, we're like, I should be able to do this myself, right? So um, what are like a few action steps that people can take in order to kind of like gain more visibility in their businesses? Sure. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I, I like to call myself like Miss Tough Love because there's no time. Like there's no time for fluff. You know, there's like too much urgency in business to like be padding everything we say. So a couple things. The first is we have women sometimes who express interest in PR and we have to say, you are not ready. And the reason is because they have no social proof. I can't do anything with you unless you have something to show. So if my job is to go to journalists on your behalf or to bring in new customers on your behalf and you gave me nothing to work with, we're going to struggle. So the very first thing I would say is build social proof because you need that before you can start doing steps two through 10. So examples of social proof that you need because everyone wants to say, oh, I want to be seen as a thought leader. I want to be seen as an expert. Okay, great. So here's how you do that. You definitely need a blog. I know that sounds like, oh my God. And for some of us, we're like, oh Lord, when do I have the time? Well, think about it. If you're going to say, oh, I'm an expert, but you have nothing to point me to, to show me you giving tips, giving advice, making technical concepts simple for the average Joe, then I cannot take your word for it. I'm not saying you're not. I'm not saying you don't have degrees and you have years of experience, but if you don't have something that shows you can produce content, you have ideas, you can answer questions, then I don't believe you. Also, a lot of us have a goal of being like a contributing writer somewhere. You know, I have a lot of women list Forbes as a goal and things like that. That's great. Would you have a portfolio of writing prepared to show them? If not, we got to work backwards. So the first is demonstrating some kind of I can produce content, even if that's with a podcast. So that's just an audio form, but it's constantly showing up and giving solutions to people's problems. One little hack I want to give, because I'm very like, let's do it right now, is for many of us, we say, oh, I don't, I don't have the time or oh, I'm not, I'm not a great writer. I get lost. I get intimidated. Okay, great. So I don't have time either. I have a two-year-old. There is no time to sit and just write on the beach, you know, all my little things with my laptop and I'm a little Carrie Bradshaw. There's no time for that. So what you can do is go to a website I love called rev.com and that's R-E-V as in valentine.com and you drop in an audio clip. They've made it so easy. You don't even have to download the video. You can put in a link to your video on Facebook. So for me, I'm a talker. So I can talk and say a lot of things a lot quicker than I can type them out. You drop in the audio clip and in about, I don't know, like an hour, it spits out a transcript. Now you surely can't copy and paste that and need some polishing. But in terms of producing content for yourself to give weekly, that's something you need to do is a blog, a podcast, but some kind of weekly production of content. That's one form of social proof. The second form of social proof you need to have before you start talking about getting attention is testimonials. Now, again, it's another one that we've heard before. I'm not giving revolutionary advice, but we always say that advertising is when you say how great you are. PR is when you get other people to say how great you are. And I could pull all the research about how psychologically we tend to believe others rather than the person themselves. And that's why I love Facebook ads. Sure, commercials on TV, but the data is showing us more and more that people trust them less because we know that you built that script about yourself. If you can pull in other people to say, oh my gosh, like she really helped me, I believe them, okay? So if you have not taken the time to intentionally sit down, go through your emails, reach out to old clients and say, hey, just checking in on you. Listen, and you can be transparent. Listen, we're trying to get together some testimonials. We never sat down and, and kind of, you know, listen to you, your feedback. 
can you help us with that? And three things that they need to be doing because a lot of people will say, okay, great. And then their testimonial is like, she was great. I can't do anything with that. I need you to be specific. So you're going to tell them to tell you what was the problem they had before they met you? How did you solve their problem? And where are they now? Those are the three parts that show, oh shoot, this woman knows her stuff. So recap, blogs, rev.com, weekly production of content. Two, testimonials, people saying that you're so wonderful. Um, a third form of social proof um, sometimes is videos. A lot of women are like, oh, I want to be on TV. Great. Okay. Do you have any video on your Instagram that shows how you articulate yourself, how you answer questions, your personality, showing your facial expressions as a show you can engage an audience? Because if not, how am I supposed to pitch you to TV when they have no visual or example of how you might perform as an expert. So all of this that I'm outlining is about working backwards. What do you want? Okay, great. Here's what we're going to do to get there. It doesn't just happen. So the very first step is just building that social proof so that when you start to bring attention to yourself, you have something to bring people to. Does that make sense? Absolutely. I mean, and a lot of those tips, like you said, it's one of those things where those things should be probably happening anyway, if you're building up that successful business. But I, I would love to just kind of follow up with one quick question. How long would you suggest somebody work toward building up that, so, that social proof? Like how much social, social proof would you advise them having under their belt? How many testimonials before they uh, start thinking about approaching someone like you to work with them on their PR? That's a great question. So here's the thing. Uh, there's research that shows us that if a if there's an opportunity for something that men tend to just go up for the opportunity, but women will wait until they meet all the criteria and then, and then they'll jump and they'll like, Oh, I only meet nine through 10 of the requirements. I'm not going to apply. And you've got men who've got like two of the 10. They're like, Puh, my God, I'm perfect. I'm going to kill it. Okay. We need to have the confidence of mediocre men. So do I need you to have some kind of social proof? Yes. But is it like a, okay, you need to have 10 testimonials? No. And also it should be an ongoing process. So never feel like I got enough. You should always be building, but you need a little something. So let's say, you know, like, let's say a couple of blogs, like four, at least to get started Four. that's one every week at least one video to showcase, you know, how you can engage people visually. Let's say at least three testimonials highlighting different services. So for us, for example, on our website, tellpublicrelations.com, we have a testimonial for every service. So you need media relations. Great. Let's pull this powerhouse woman who we got some media coverage for. What other service do I have? Oh, we do consulting and sessions where we give women the ideas and story angles and, um, steps to execute. Great. Let's get a woman who can speak to that experience. So I can't really tell you the number of testimonials, but I know you should certainly have one to speak toward your range of service. And then once you have that, you need to go ahead and get yourself a little, you know, um, press page on your website. A lot of times we're like, Oh my gosh, it's not like I have, you know, a Forbes mention on, I don't really have press. Well, all those little blogs and those little digital things, those count and you leverage them for more and for more and for bigger fish. So I kind of jokingly refer to PR as going fishing. So I, we get those little fish. And for women, again, this is why I love working with women because our needs are so unique. But a lot of times we're like, oh, I mean, that was just like a, a little blog mention. You use that. And then if you want to dump it off the list later because you caught something bigger, that's fine. But you need something to showcase to get something else. So yeah, so it's not about how much, but what are you trying to do 
and kind of getting a couple things going in order to reach that goal or to start heading toward that goal. Um, but the, the biggest takeaway here is that if there's anyone who's listening and they're like, oh, uh, I mean, how do I even start getting press and media? Well, do we have courses on that coming soon? Yes, we do. Is that one of like our biggest requests and I can totally teach you how to get media? Yes, I can. But what I fear is a lot of us not moving because we're like, oh, well, I can't get media. So let me help you. Public relations is a synonym for visibility. It is the art of creating a favorable reputation and getting people to buy in. You have people who are selling out books and things like that just using their Instagram. And now do those two things kind of talk to each other and you start to get a little notoriety on social media and so the media take notice? Sure. But thank God for technology because we don't have to wait anymore on somebody else to approve of us. Just as an example, I mean, he's not the best example, but like podcasts, you know, they're taking off more and more people are creating them. We're seeing that it might be a faster way to reach our target audience because a lot of times we'll bring on clients and they're like, okay, so how do I get on like the Ellen show? And I'm like, oh my God, baby steps. Okay. So is that possible? Absolutely. And have we had clients who we've represented and facilitated interviews with them in the Today Show? Yes, we have done that. But those are people who we have been working for a while to get them seen. It starts locally. It starts today with the little bit you can do. The only way people are skyrocketing to Good Morning America is something went viral overnight. And you should not be trying to spend your time creating a viral video. Just be consistent. What small thing can you do today? What podcast can you pitch to and say, hey, I'm an expert in this, which we have a workshop that'll teach you how to land podcast interviews, okay? So is this me plugging my business? Yes, it is. Why? Because I live my own mantra <laughs> of visibility. So don't be intimidated by it. It's something you can take a little step every day. And, and it's almost like just practicing to have a publicist mind. I think one reason a lot of women don't do it is, is twofold. One is because we were always told that it's not ladylike to brag. And it feels very boastful to say like, hey, look at how many sales we made today. Hey, look at this cool person we just worked with. It feels really braggy. We're going to have to get over that because nobody else is coming to your rescue to come and say how great you are. You have to facilitate that. So one is feel comfortable shining a little light on what you do. The second thing is sometimes we get so in the trenches of what we're doing. We don't have time to duplicate ourselves and say, okay, now look at all the great things I did. We're just in the business. But you have to figure out a way, whether it's Friday mornings, Wednesday nights, whatever works for you, to step outside your business and think like a publicist. What cool things did you just do this week? What impressive numbers do you have, whether it's sales or, um, you know, uh, an influx of customers because of something that happened socially, like a current event? What cool stories did you just hear from customers? What's going on with them? Um, what things did you see in the news that you can speak to? Because that's a whole other thing is like creating story angles and stuff. But you've got to take one day a week to step outside the business, think like a publicist, and look at what's going on and how you would like to publicize it with the, with the community that you have. I know that's saying a lot of things, but it's just some tangibles that some listeners could possibly institute immediately. Oh my gosh. It's like things that I could institute immediately. I'm like sitting here like frantically taking notes because I do, I feel like there were so many things you said that I was like, oh yes, light bulb moment. Like we are very much um, told as women, you know, it's not ladylike to brag. And 
I know I struggle with telling people what it is that I'm doing. If it's, if I'm doing something like really cool, especially as like a service-based business, um, you know, I have a photography business and then I have an education business. And so a lot of times I'm behind the camera, I'm behind the scenes, I'm behind somebody else coaching them, but I still would benefit from like taking a step outside and being like, Oh, I have to tell other people all the amazing wins that my students are having and like all the things. So that, that was great. And I think just using myself as an example, I think we, we could all benefit from doing that. And I just have to shine a light on the fact that you said we need to have the confidence of mediocre men. That was like the best thing I've ever heard in my life because I felt that on like a whole nother level. Like I was like, that is so accurate. I see all the time where I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm overthinking, okay, well, there's this opportunity. I don't know. I don't know if I'm good enough. I don't know if I'm qualified enough. And I think we all feel that way. And, um, it's just, I really appreciate you, you bringing all of that up. I'm like, awesome. So many amazing things. Okay. So let's say that we have now thought through like, okay, I am thinking through all the amazing things I'm doing. I know that I need to have a way to kind of like hype up what it is I'm doing, talk about what it is I'm doing. I know I need to be seen. I know I need to gain visibility. I've worked on my social proof. Now what? Great. So, so glad you asked. Okay. So when you feel like, okay, I got a little social proof. I've got, you know, decent amount of, I don't even want to say followers, but people who are engaged with me and and things like that. Okay. So you feel like you've got all this stuff and now it's time to bring attention to the stuff. So an acronym that I formed that is super cheesy but I don't care because it'll help you remember it. And the reason I have confidence to present cheesy things is because again, I taught 18 year olds. So I just, you don't care. You get made fun of all the time. You have to lean into that. So this is a cheesy acronym to help you remember um, four ways that you can carve out space for yourself. And the acronym is HECK, H-E-C-K. So it's pitching the heck out of your business, okay? So we're doing crash course, but if you want the full thing, Publicrelations.com. We got you. Okay, so here we go. The H stands for holidays. Holidays. Now, normally when we think of holidays, we think of our traditional annual, you know, so for example, at the time of this recording, Fourth of July, things like that. Okay, cool. But I'm really thinking about those unorthodox kind of holidays. So two websites that'll help you out here are nationaltoday.com is one and holidayinsights.com. So this is where we figure out those little silly holidays that surely a publicist somewhere thought up that are like National Broccoli Day, okay? Really silly, right? Well, here's an example for you. We There's a, a local um, Italian restaurant here. I'm in Tampa, Florida. And in January, it is National Pasta Day. And they reached out to a news station and said, hey, it's National Pasta Day in a couple weeks because a key of pitching successfully is being early. You surely cannot pitch something same day. Okay. So weeks ahead, they said, you know, National Pasta Day is coming up. We'd love to invite you to our restaurant to show you how pasta is made. And the news went crazy for the opportunity. Now, if you're thinking, are you serious? Yes, I am. That's exactly how simple it is because it's a holiday. And by nature, we like to celebrate like anything that's an occasion we like to just celebrate. So something so simple was an opportunity for them to get um, a little attention. Their name was on the screen, the name of their restaurant's on the screen. And then as publicists, what we love is once you have the placement, it's not over. Surely we screen recorded that. We downloaded it. It's on the website. It went out to email subscribers. It was pinned to the top of their social media. Okay. But 
take advantage of holidays that are coming up. So I would encourage you to go and look at those websites and see what's coming up and anything that you could leverage, whether it's doing some kind of cool campaign on your social media or a giveaway or a cool collaboration or inviting the media. And I got to keep myself focused because it's like, there's so much to say, but this is crash course and everybody's going to tell publicrelations.com after this to get the rest. So holidays. Okay. Now, if you're you don't want to be gimmicky. Now you don't want to find something that you're like, oh, I can kind of make that work. No, no, no. It needs to be the things that scream at you. So for example, let's say I'm an eye doctor and National Sunglasses Day is coming up. Well, I can make that an angle because, oh, in honor of National Sunglasses Day, here are four ways to protect your eyes in the blazing sun. And one of them might be wearing sunglasses, but other things or whatever. And then I, my call to action is, you know, come to us for like a free eye exam or something like that. But you can leverage these holidays that are related to your industry. The H is for holidays. The E is for expertise. How are you an expert? So I'm giving you too much. I'm giving you too much. But one little hack that I really like, and I like sharing because people are so happy that it's so easy. And I like making people happy. So what you're going to do is you're going to think of a couple keywords that are related to your industry. So similar to SEO. Okay. So two or three phrases, you're going to go to Google and you're going to type those phrases in. Now, normally when you type into Google, we just look at whatever the search results are. And we are greatly underutilizing the news tab of Google. So you're going to go the same way you would search Google images and you're going to go to Google news to see what are people saying right now about those keywords that relate to your business. So let's say I'm in, you know, the beauty industry and my main thing is like lipsticks. Okay. I'm going to literally look up <laughs> lipstick or makeup and I'm going to look it up in Google news. It is going to tell me within a matter of hours what news publications have have um, published something regarding lipstick. It might be something about pop culture, something a celebrity said or a trend that's happening or whatever, but it tells me right now what is happening. The reason I bring up that exercise is because we want to say we're an expert and we don't know what to like speak to. That gives you ideas like content. Do you agree with those trends they're saying? More importantly, do you disagree with those things? Because that's really attractive as a producer is to hear that you have an opinion that's counter to all what all these other you know talking heads are saying. So E is for showing your expertise by attaching it to trends that are happening right now. H holidays. E, expertise. The next letter of heck is C, which stands for causes. What can you be doing that is charitable? Now, you don't want to do this the wrong way because it will look very exploitive, okay? So if you're giving a check to foster children, you're like, oh, hey, can we get some of those foster kids around us so we can take this picture? That's tacky. But you need to be aligned with some kind of cause that is related to your industry. So if I'm in the... Um, a restaurant business, it makes sense that perhaps I align with a cause about ending hunger, specifically one that's local. Okay. Why one people expect now, I think it's like 80% of millennials just expect you have a cause. And I think 60% of people are willing to spend more money with you if you have a cause because they feel good. They feel like they help. You should be partnered with some kind of charity. Again, one, just to do the right thing, but two, because those partnerships help to multiply our audience. So if I'm just talking to my group, that's one thing. But if I'm tagging my you know, charity partner and they're tagging me and we promote each other, 
now I've just duplicated my audience in theirs. So the C is for cause or charity because every business should have one. It's bigger than you. So while you think, oh, in my business, I help people, that's great. But in another way, you really should have some arm of your business that gives back to the community. And finally, the K is for keep it local. So monitor some kind of national uh, news site. I won't even give examples because I'll show my own leanings, but monitor some kind of national site. Whatever happens that is breaking news nationally is breaking news locally. You bet your butt they're in their, you know, um, the producers are in the room saying like, oh my gosh, this study just came out and this thing is like a blah, blah, blah. And everybody's talking about blah, blah. We need somebody local who can speak to this. Ready, go. Somebody in the neighborhood. We need to find it. You are that person. So you need to be first. What is developing nationally that we're talking about as a country? And are you able to say how it is impacting your neighborhood? And you can authoritatively speak to that. If so, then you can reach out. I suggest on Twitter, believe it or not, a lot of journalists are active there and say, hey, I know everybody's talking about this. I'm an expert. Here's a link to prove I'm an expert to all the social proof that I built after I listened to this podcast. And I'm totally qualified to speak on the subject. And you might hear a yes. Okay. So holidays, expertise, causes, and keeping it local. That's how you carve out space to be seen. Well, shoot, if that is the crash course, like I'm going to need everybody to go ahead and hop <laughs> on their computers and go check out the full thing because that was amazing. I have to say, I totally would, I mean, I agree with all of those things and I especially agree with the C and we actually are having a, um, for our lovely listeners out there, uh, next month we are having a guest on who I actually found and approached because she is so outspoken about tying in her charities with her business. And I was like, more people need this. So if you're not sure about how to like start talking about that, um, tune in, make mm. sure you tune into that as well, because I'm excited to see, you know, how you get past. I think it just all ties in with the whole, like, I don't want to be braggy. Well, it's not really braggy. You're, you're really bringing awareness as well as contributing financially. So anyway, side note, but super excited about that. Um, thank you so much for all of this amazing stuff. I, I always have to end all of my conversations with hearing your unpopular opinion on the topic. So your unpopular opinion on visibility, on PR, on any and all of the things. My unpopular opinion on public relations is that, is that you may not need a publicist to get it. And that's when that publicists are like, what are you doing? But you don't need me. If you do it right, you don't need us. Okay. So I think it's just a matter of, you know, taking some workshops, taking some courses, watching some YouTube videos, and it's something you can do totally by yourself. And hopefully that truth is, is empowering to a lot of women who are listening. I love that. Thank you so much for your time and for being on here and for sharing your expertise. I loved it. It was awesome. Thank you for having me. For show notes and resources mentioned on today's episode, head to so here's the thing podcast.com. And if you're enjoying the podcast, I'd love to read your review on iTunes. Thanks so much for listening and I'll catch you in the next episode.